0: Welcome back to The Edge. Hey, Google I.O. rolls out. What to know regarding search? Uh, A new ranking signal from Google. And Lambda 2, Google's latest language model and AI testing. You're listening to news from The Edge for the week of May 16th, 2022, here on Edge of the Web Radio.
1: From the Edge of the Web Studios, here's what we're looking at this week.
0: Lambda two, lambda two. You just want to have Google actually uh, speak to us in our deep voice guy, you know? Maybe we can get him a license with Google because that would this be so cool, like a personal assistant that sounds like the deep voice guy? Your meeting coming up in a world where Morty has no ability to schedule anything.
2: I can't. You just saw my calendar, dude. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, oh, there's a there's a bunch. In I there. had the schedule time. I had the schedule time to breathe in.
0: well this is later i have a schedule breathe out there we go so you got to do that just keep yourself alive there at least through this show okay this is edge of the web radio i have to go i have another meeting (laughs) can you just clone yourself no 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 my god i said that on the air (laughs) this is edge of the web radio i'm your host aaron sparks uh Owner of Site Strategics, a digital marketing firm based out of Indianapolis, Indiana. We're covering the SEO and digital marketing news each and every week with a focus on tactics that you can learn uh, and use in your digital marketing week. On the horn here is the indomitable Morty Oberstein, who uh, is going to find a way to be able to clone himself into multiple areas here so he can just meet with everybody. Right, Morty?
2: Yes. I love meeting with people. I'm a real people person. case you can't tell
0: yeah we we've heard that we've heard that uh but uh, we appreciate your time each and every week especially now that i've seen your calendar and that's uh, that's like literal chaos there
2: well yeah not as bad as your calendar probably because you're you're asking to schedule a meeting at six o'clock in the morning your time
0: absolutely that's, the that's only- nuts dude i know it, i know it, but you know hey it is what it is, and uh, hey, we all have to have to sacrifice. I tell you what, I blame my kid because he's actually doing swimming in high school, and I have to drop him off at five thirty in the morning. It's like, all right, might as well just. Get Can some- he like?
2: Well, I don't walk. He's swimming all that time. You should really like,
0: bike there. He's down the street. Yeah. Is it really down the street? You really have to get up and drive him down the block. Yep. And we wake up at four thirty in the morning. That's
1: I a don't beautiful. understand.
0: <laughs> Neither do I. Hey, this is this is the Site Strategics Digital Marketing News Desk of Edge of the Web. We have the title sponsor of Edge of the Web. Our digital marketing team is excellent at results-based marketing that actually works. We're going to talk a little bit more about us in the show here, but check us out over at sitestrategics.com. We actually offer a free hour consultation for your digital marketing success. So this guy over here on Zoom is Morty Oberstein. He is the head of SEO branding at Wix. What's happening over at Wix uh, this week?
2: Oh, we, we uh, released our new or the the beta or version one of our SEO learning hub.
0: Ah, so, yep, yep, ah, yep, very good, very good. That right. we were talking about that. So what's we all were. what's all on the uh, learning hub over there?
2: So there's an initial offering of, of our a collection of articles around SEO on the SEO learning hub. Amazing, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's at Wix.com slash slash learn. There'll be more articles to come. Oh, cool. uh, once we add more resources, there'll be a, uh, a little bit of a redesign for the entire site. So that's coming too, which is exciting. This is just the version one. Oh, excellent. And on May 24th, we will be hosting a live event live from the Wix office. With a virtual tune-in, Daniel Weisberg over at Google, we're talking about Search Console and Google Trends to kick off our webinar series.
0: Oh, very good. Very good. Congratulations on yeah. that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So it's great to hear more what resources More to come. Yeah, with George over there. And yeah, Crystal. I was going to
2: say, if you think that it's, you know, you want more content more quickly or even more quicker, even however more you like quickly. to say it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to just uh, tag George on, uh, on Twitter, like, George, more content faster. More Kyle Bell. Let's go. Let's go, George. I'm just kidding. It's like, like I give George our time. Yeah, and like, you George was orienting. Yeah. I'm like, George, screw the orientation. Let's go. Let's get to work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he was kind of. He, he didn't. He didn't come with you guys uh, over to Brighton SEO because he didn't want to, uh, to to jump in there feet first. He wanted to orient first. I was like, all right.
1: Eh. Yeah,
0: no, George is
2: methodical. Good which is a good thing it's kind of what you need for something like this.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to certainly watch your uh, SEO learning hub from afar and uh, and, uh, and from near as well. It makes no Ooh. bloody sense. That really does. It
2: does. I know you're I know you're doing you're hinting at something I but
0: I uh, I am. All right. Yeah. So All right. yeah, here's our first article. For everyone who's actually uh, new to the show, we actually go through a number of different articles on the show each and every week. And uh, this one is from Barry Swartz over at Search Engine Roundtable. All the search-related announcements from Google I.O. 2022. Barry jumped in there and gave us a lot of insight into information that they were covering. As it related to search, they covered a lot of other things, including products and the like. But there are a number of things that we wanted to bring to you uh, and, and, and kind of unpack here. Real quick, uh, talked about multi-search near me. There's a, uh, fact, there's a new ability for the app itself, the Google app, to be able to allow you to take a photo and ask questions at the same time, and you'll have Interaction uh, during that lens session, and you can actually get more information of local companies around you as you're actually taking the picture. That's kind of cool. There was one thing in particular the scene exploration was really cool because it was a demonstration. If you're actually trying to uh, shop for a friend and you're in this entire bank of candy bars, right? And you could literally pull your phone up. And it can give you all the nutrients or any, any particular thing that you're focused on, uh, you know, specific boutique bougie chocolate or, or dark chocolate. It was actually responding to that particular search parameter and pinpointing the products that would actually match your query. That was pretty cool. As well as an immersive view in Google Maps, uh, you got to have a look at that Twitter feed they have over at Google. Uh, as you clicked on the map, it was a full 360 of uh, a particular building and in the in, in uh, neighborhood that it was actually focused on. That was pretty cool as well. What were your takeaways, Morty, on some of these recent announcements here?
2: The near me thing is is super cool, right? So if you have a, I don't know, the, the example they give is a great example, actually, is you see a dish, you don't know what it is, what it's called. You take a picture of it and yep. you search you know, near me and they Google realize, hey, that's General Salish Chicken, so you can get that down the block from you, whatever it is. That's awesome. Yeah. And the fact that there you see there's so much focus around um, around images, around image media, mm-hmm. is also really interesting. Not exactly sure what that means for search. Why is it they're so doubled down on, on the image media? Is it because they're planning on doing something larger with it? Or do they just really feel that image media is a, an, an untapped market? M- multiple reasons why they could be doing it. What's interesting, what will be interesting to see is how quickly this comes out. Again, Google announced MUM well it's, it's a year ago yeah and that's yeah. not that's not really out according to google at all basically except for very limited circumstances so we'll be interesting to see how that goes i seems to me and this is what they pretty much said in the keynote that they, they kind of feel that there's an uh, you know the way people search is much more complex layered or or dynamic than just typing in a query and they're trying to cater to that mm-hmm. which is a kind of really interesting take on targeting user intent, and how you intend to search for things or how you go about searching for things. Very interesting.
0: Well, they're also training the audience here on how to actually get more and more immersive with image search. Uh, They were uh, referenced that Google Lens is so popular, it's literally used over 8 billion times a month. That's a three-time increase than this time last year. So that uh, what that means is that they've been pushing for Google Lens to be able to be used by consumers. They've been improving that tool set, and users are certainly jumping on board. But that is kind of that echo chamber. They're not chasing the crowd of where image search is so more, more and more prevalent. They're creating the atmosphere, the, in, the environment, in which you can actually interact more in the uh, image space. And they are teeing it up for mum. Uh, this is this is yeah. what we're going to be seeing in the future: the multimodal environment, where your search query is going to be tied into your digital consumption preferences. Basically, if you like to search more and be able to interact with the videos more, that's actually going to be coming your way in the serps. Uh, and the serps are going to be and you've talked about it before on the show. It's going to be radically different um, in in another year. You know? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know year six months 600 months <laughs> at some
2: point it can it inevitably has a to fantastic be
0: fantastic prognostication yes i know
2: man. i'm like call me call me elijah i'm a prophet um <laughs> i wonder if like this finally makes google lens something that is not just on the periphery of your digital experience and it's mm-hmm. uh, the numbers kind of shocked me like how often you use it i've only i've only used like here and there just to kind of like see what google is doing sure but it seems like it's being adopted. I wonder if this makes it a staple. That's what I'm looking for, which, by the way, kind of makes it more incentivized to go Android over iOS because mm-hmm. it's it's more native to the, into Android for obvious reasons. Obviously, you can use it in, a, in iOS inside the Google app. Right. But there's they have much more control about how Google Lens is experienced on the mobile device when they own the mobile device's operating platform. So it kind of makes a lot of sense for them to do that monetarily
0: absolutely and and as long as long as i can train their audience and train their consumer bases they're gonna they're going to again it's their their property to control as well so uh, i mean they're trying to create that sandbox where you can interact and shop and and live in the in their google applications and not need really anything else so uh, that's where they're going folks
2: no, it's great. I mean, look, like it's it's kind. You mentioned it a second ago. It's kind of brilliant when you think about what, how Google thinks. It's a good marketing lesson, as opposed to saying, "Well, people want images. Like, what can we do with image search?" They're creating the environment. In other words, they're saying, "Okay, yep. we know this is an untapped way or untapped desire that people have, and this is where they're brilliant," where they're able to realize what those unfulfilled desires are, and then try to create something that matches it, which is kind of what you want to do with marketing, right? Yeah. They're really good at doing that.
0: They're are, brilliant they at doing that sometimes. Absolutely. Uh, a few other announcements, uh, they also covered the personal information removal tool. Uh, there's a new tool that uh, lets you easily uh, request, or at least more easily request, removal of Google search results containing your contact details, such as your home address, phone number, and email address. We covered that on the show uh, as well uh, a little a little while ago as it was applied to uh, social security numbers and other more sensitive information. And we information. were wondering,
2: by the way, like, how is that actually, how does this work? And then uh, now they show Notice like, okay, here's how it's going to work. Yeah. Kind of.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's a few others. Uh, one in particular that I'm going to cover in this next story here, but it, you're, it, it, they also covered uh, that they, they just gained 24 new languages in Google Translate. That's no small feat. So there's there's a lot of investment of of utility for for the global audience and making it more more easy to access information with the Google Lens with the Google product. Uh, not as much search related as we thought in the in the conventional. Sense of search, but it really gets to the point that Google's moving into image, and that's where they're creating that audience demand.
2: Yeah, I mean, I and again, like you mentioned before, like this is a prime way to use MUMO as multimodal, so it can yep. work with, let's say, uh, Google Lens and images and text at the same time. So it's just kind of setting the stage for that, which I think is kind of answering my own question from before. This is not the end. This is like stage one, and then they're going to do a lot of different things with this that will apply directly to search, I think, or to the SERP itself,
0: so. Very good. We'll see. We will see, we will see. Hey, I just wanted to talk about our title sponsor of the show. Uh, We're very proud to be a continued sponsor for Edge of the Web. Site Strategics are pioneers in the agile digital marketing methodology. We have a core specialty in search engine optimization focused on technical search optimization as well as semantic SEO content. We also focus on search engine marketing, social media, marketing and management, as well as conversion rate optimization for your website. So if you're interested in what we could possibly do for you, just give us a call at 877-SEO for web or 877-736-4932. we we'll nine three two. We'd be able to ha- have a hour-long conversation with you free of charge and we can actually unpack a lot of things that we see with our own lenses as well. Uh, hopefully bring you some great digital marketing thoughts and tactics that you could use uh, right then and there. All right. Second article from Danny Goodwin over at Search Engine Land. Google reveals the new image ranking signal inclusive schema. It's one of the uh, releases from the I.O. uh, that we want to cover in a focused uh, discussion here. Google said it will soon incorporate a new signal into image ranking. Google is is introducing a new type of schema in an attempt to make its image search results more racially diverse and inclusive they'll use the mst scale to rank images google said it will be adjusting how it ranks images using what is called the monk skin tone mst scale it's a 10 shade scale uh, that you can see on the screen there and for listeners at home we'll certainly have links to the articles on the show page as well so this inclusive schema, creators and brands and publishers can use this new type of schema to label their content with attributes like skin tone, hair color, and hair texture. Using the schema to will be able to help Google better understand what appears within the images. And there's also content labels that are also coming soon. Google also noted that it wants to create a more representative search experience. As part of that, Google plans to develop a standardized way to label web content. That's pretty ubiquitous, what what that particular statement was. So there's a continue uh, continuation of the image search changes, and we're already talking about that in the previous article. Google's pushing towards more image equity, uh, and they actually began that in October 2021. Google told Bloomberg it had updated its algorithms to show more skin tones of a variety of images ranging from bracketed beautiful skin, bracketed to hairstyles, bracketed to happy family. The whole point is Google is pushing to be more and more inclusive across the board here. So if you're publishing diverse imagery, you want to take advantage of these schema uh, tools to be able to help Google learn better. So that said it'll it's aligned with what we're talking about from an image search space uh what do you think about this new schema and especially that that gray area of 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 content labeling what do you think about that Morty it's a really look
2: if you Google I was just doing this while you were talking mm-hmm. uh, if you Google people playing ball and you go to images it's pretty like 99 and I'm not making that number but I didn't do like the math in my head yeah 99% of the images are, are, are white people, just white people, only white people. If you, you know, I Googled, um, let me go in the uh, the tab. I, I, people eating lunch in the image box, all but one image, uh, two images are uh, all white people. I'll tell you, like, I think it's a really good thing, obviously. I don't think it needs to be said. I'll tell you when I was, a, when I was a teacher, there's a real problem. I think it's good for kids hmm. in particular. When you have like a book, I so I taught fourth grade, um, and in the book are just pictures of white people. What message does that send to the kid? Right, exactly. Right? And that's, re- I mean, I remember one time a kid asked, like, why is everybody white in the book? Like, where people look like me? I'm like, "It's a great question. And that's kind of hard for your self-esteem. So if, for any reason, but especially that, I mm-hmm. think it's just really, really, really good. And I hope that, it, I hope that they adopt it. Like, I, I hope that it actually plays itself out where people use the markup and they're able to utilize the markup to show a little bit more of a diverse um showing within the images on the search, and within image search itself
0: absolutely absolutely and the content labeling is i think the uh, the next door to open it's beyond alt tags beyond image name there there's actually going to be a new level of schema which certainly is going to be structured no pun intended. To be able to communicate the different factors, and if this is an inclusion and equity type of space, then we're certainly going to hear from Google what they're looking for in in the content or different video content along along the way. So it's interesting to be able to see that door open. Not a, the, one of the most. Obvious elements would be images, but uh we're going to be seeing some additional factors that are a little bit more sublime to be able to give information back to Google the way Google wants it, right?
2: Yeah, and what's interesting to thinking about this just you know, now as we're talking, this is the first instance where markup is a, an official factor. It is.
0: Oh uh, yeah, 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 you're it's absolutely right. right. You're absolutely right. I just,
2: I just, it just totally hit me. I don't know why I didn't think of it before. It's the first right markups not a ranking factor i know people think that it is but google has come out and said that it is not
0: it's a secondary factor
2: i'm not even getting into this i'm I'm just i'm just you i'm not i'm not saying anything i'm just telling what google has said right this is the first time that google has said that this actually plays into what shows up that's breaking news you're absolutely right do we have where do we go i need a sound like you know like wow
1: there's jacob (laughs) I uh, knew that uh, Morse production. code. I knew that Morse code would come in handy. Oh my lord! All yeah, right. I know what
2: Morse code has to do with with breaking the breaking news. Sound. That was
0: teletype. That was that was the sound of uh, news breaking over the wire. You,
2: what you need is like bum bum, bum 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 bum.
1: I feel like we just got a new intro. I think we did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was ABC. That was ABC Seven's like uh, news thing in New York as a kid. There we go. All right, that's all we need. I'm Bill Boutel tonight.
0: (laughs) What other voices are rattling around in your head, Morty?
2: You want to know? No, I do not. I do not. Uh, I thought you were asking in earnest. We don't have time for that. <laughs> uh, absolutely. You know
0: what? We do have time for uh, referencing our proud sponsor of Edge of the Web. Inlinks is a sponsor of Edge of the Web. Did you know that entities play a major role in how search engines understand and rank content on the web, optimizing your content solely for keywords keywords? is a thing of the past now's the time to actually add entities and structured data into the mix and reach higher rankings using InLinks and award-winning software in entity seo they provide some expert link data uh, to be able to build your content around keywords that so that google will actually have an understanding a better understanding of the content of your website so if you go over to edge of the forward slash in links i n L I N K S. You can claim your free InLinks account and start creating content that will outperform your competitors, and let them know that you heard us, uh, heard them on the edge. All right, third article, third article here, news article number three. All right, from TechCrunch. Now here we go, getting into the the deep edge of the pool here. Google details its latest language model. And AI Test Kitchen, a showcase for AI research. During the first of two Google I.O. keynotes this week, Google announced Lambda 2. Google claims the Lambda 2 can break down complex topics into straightforward, digestible information and steps, as well as generating suggestions in response to questions as well. So here's the deal here is that there was a Lambda 1. Before anything else, and uh, this is a new version uh, that they're introducing here. Basically, uh, it's short for Language Models for Dialogue Applications, and they claim that uh, it, it can actually break down some complex topics The AI system is built for dialogue applications and can understand millions of topics and generate natural conversations that never take the same path twice, Google says. Like most of the AI systems, Lambda 2 learns how likely words are to occur in a body of text, usually a sentence, and is based on many examples of text. Examples come in from documents within training data sets, which contain terabytes and petabytes of data scraped from social media, Wikipedia, books, software hosting platforms like GitHub and other uh, sources of the public web. So it's a whole nother AI um, knowledge segmentation and understanding process here that they've just released and just announced they've been working on it Lord knows for years. And uh, Google CEO Sundar Pichai walked through a demo where a user asked Lambda 2 to describe the Marianas Trench in a series of questions and the model responded to queries about what creatures might live in the trench and others pertaining to the topics it hadn't explicitly been trained to answer, like submarines and bioluminescence and the like. So there are there were some inaccuracies, a good deal of inaccuracies with Lambda, the first version, uh, giving some untruthful facts to different internal tests. in one case repeatedly offers offering false information about Mount Everest. But Google acknowledged that models like Lambda two aren't perfect, but emphasize the the sophistication
1: of the technology's high-level capability. All right. So do we, do we have examples of the false information on Mount Everest? I just want to know. If it didn't say that, <laughs> just walk right over the <laughs> edge there and you'll be fine. Do I need to
2: bring just air small, tanks up small on mountain, mountain range. range. No, you'll be just fine. If your air is totally not thin at all.
1: Mount Everest, go for a small it. mountain range in Canada. <laughs> Do I need to be an expert to hike this mountain? No, oh, no.
2: just
0: go for it. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> So, no, I don't have those particulars in place there, but they were still doing research and development, obviously. So, this is a step up, and this certainly has so much to do with AI understanding of search as well and breaking apart uh, your intent and being able to give you more and more information, tangential information based on your query and your path, right?
2: Yeah. See, I like that the article had the title in the title had um, the word details, like the Google details. No dig. It says like, yeah, we don't know like how we're gonna provide access to this test kitchen thing. We don't know anything about that yet. But here's what it will do. Yeah. So we're yeah. So just funny, ironic. Anyway, um, <laughs> what's interesting? I mean, obviously, outside like it's like the Uber chatbot, which is really cool. But one of the things that I find from an SEO search perspective is that um, somebody I don't know who it was uh on the team demoed. Part of the the Lambda 2 is that it can you can give it a topic. I'll, I'll give you the topic that it gave us. I want to plant a vegetable garden, and it will break down topically all the things that you would need to do for that. So in this case, it says, you know, uh, p- make a plan for watering and fertilizing. Make a plan for pest control. Think about how you'll harvest and store your produce. In other words, this would be, to me. If this thing ever comes out or how it comes out, if you can get access to it, that's a great way to understand how Google breaks down a topic. right? So it's like an ultimate like you know, keyword research. I hate that term topic research. sure. topic research tool. Like you can see how Google's thinking about, and again, it's such an important concept of topical breakdown, topical parsing, topical subtopics, whatever you want. I just made that last yeah, one that up. Neural and,
0: mapping of, of
2: different key yeah. Key of stuff how yeah. Google understands a topic is so important. You see Google putting so much energy into this, but you could take a look at – theoretically, if you ever gain access to this thing, you can plop a topic in there. You could see, okay, like, look, in this case, I'm have, I have what's about planting a garden. So one of the things I should probably talk about is probably – Uh, The watering plan, I should probably talk about pest control. I should probably also talk about harvesting and storing the produce. So you can see all that topical breakdown right there and understand the content that your users will probably need to understand if this is indeed your topic of your website.
0: Absolutely. And we see that also in PAA. Uh f- functionality here. That also asked.com is a fantastic platform. Yeah, it's a to great do. tool, right? Absolutely. Oh man, I mean, we we when we clamped onto that thing when it was in beta, it was all right, let's let's go for a ride here because all of a sudden now you have so many points of intent and subpoints off of those those intent pathways. Right. And now you've got Lambda 2. When we actually see it in the kitchen, we actually will be able to see how Google's actually understanding topics. Boy, you can't get a better strategy than filling in the gaps as well is that this is how much yeah. Google knows subject matter experts are going to know a heck of a lot more of things that Google doesn't understand yet. What a great strategy to be able to roll out and be able to capitalize on. Right.
2: Yeah. And then you can, you could even like put, you could even like zoom out. Let's take this case right? you have the thing about, uh, you know, what was it again? Um, make a plan for pest control. So sure. what do you like if you, if you conceptualize that, so what are you really concerned with is Maintaining the health of your crop, so pest control is just one part of that. Because if it's off the cuff, right? Mm-hmm. I, I know nothing about gardening. Like, all right, what do I do when if the if if there's a freeze? There's a you know the, what do I do if the what's the word I'm looking for if it gets below freezing? A frost. A frost. Right. Yes. What do I do if there's frost? How do I prevent frost from killing my crop? You can think of a th- how do I prevent rabbits? How do I prevent my next door neighbor from ruining my crop? Whatever it is, like now you've abstracted out. <laughs> And now you can write a plethora of content just when you zoom out of thematically what is that sub – that subtask or subtopic represent.
0: Yep, yep. All the tangential information that make up an understanding, and this is what Google's been working on for the longest time. And, and that's what SEO has to be uh, part of. And on top of it, it's not gam- gamification. It's education, Yeah, you're
2: targeting users, you're targeting what's good, uh, you know, I want to cover this topic adequately, or not adequate is a bad word, it's not an inadequate word, I want to comprehensively cover this topic, and I want to just forget the SEO side of it, I want users coming to the site, I want them to understand, like, yeah, I understand what I'm talking about when it comes to to planting a garden. Absolutely. So here's everything you need to know.
0: Very good. Well, those are the articles for this week, and uh, what we need to know right now is, uh, there's no SEO chat this week, right?
2: There is. There was an SEO chat. We got it all sorted
1: out. Oh, it's all sorted out now. Breaking news! Breaking I, news! I, I am going to stop. <laughs> bum my, bum. <laughs> I looked on Twitter, mm-hmm. and Morty's most recent tweet said, "There's no SEO chat." No, we what actually, are you talking about? That's what it said. Wrong. <sighs> Wrong. Maybe it's a date. Wrong. Well, maybe it was the different Morty. It had one job. At you had this one up. job. <laughs> looking this
2: up. We're battling now. This out. I have to look it up. I tweeted this. I tweeted earlier. I like. I even thought to myself, you know, today I'm gonna make sure I have a tweet up before the show, and that's the one we got. I'll read it one hour ago. Apparently, there is something like 1,000 jobs with SEO in the title posted daily to LinkedIn. Damn. Crazy. Makes sense that we would do an SEO chat about SEO jobs. You might say it's our job to do it. Hashtag dad joke. Join <laughs> SEO Crystal, Crystal Aldane
1: at 1 p.m. Eastern time this Thursday. I see what happened. You sent that tweet out an hour before we record the show. It <laughs> has not, not enough time for my prep. Uh, so you, the, know,
0: you really should be alerted by everything that Morty says. Actually,
1: I have an alert yeah. set for Morty. <laughs> It just—it just, just doesn't. Danger, danger, there are danger! A lot of people. <laughs> I've got a little whistle I carry with me. It's a mace. <laughs> it's my Morty whistle. <laughs>
0: All right, we do have an SEO chat. Yeah. It's one p.m. Yeah. Eastern every Thursday, and it's about SEO jobs. So, yeah. so go check it out. Go check it out. And hey, if you on Twitter on Twitter, and if you're looking for an SEO job, there's a plethora out there, right?
2: Yeah, and Nick Leroy just released a, uh, a great new asset resource Very cool for finding an SEO job. I don't remember the name on top of my head, but go check out Nick Leroy's Twitter handle, and it should be right there.
0: Excellent. All right. Yes. Well, that is the Edge wrap-up here, Episode 499. We want to make sure that you stay tuned because Episode 500 is dropping here uh, this week as well. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel whenever we drop videos in here. And for our listening audience, we do have a full-on uh, video broadcast of this show as well as covering all the articles in its Technicolor glory. So go check that out. Uh, from over eight, hey, Morty, thanks so much for being part of 499, sir. Appreciate it.
2: Oh, yeah, I was here for all 499. Totally, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so from all of us over the edge, stay safe, stay well, and do not be a piece of Cyber Driftwood.